What's happening, podcast listeners? We're back. Another fantastic, amazing, special, unbelievable episode of the Matt Baxter Show. You guessed it, with your host, Matt Baxter. I'm here recording such an awesome episode with Jeanette Coda, who is just coming, uh, first off, for Michigan people, which is awesome. We met, spent some time in New York, spent some time in California. She is just fabulous. She's amazing. Uh, she has been a TV star. She's been a model. She's launched a clothing line, clothing brand, which we dive into in this business. She's done cooking. She's done all these amazing, amazing, wonderful things. And she's just an even better person. And so, Jeanette, thank you so much uh, for being a guest in this episode and uh, fired up to have you. I think you not only offer a ton of wisdom on this episode, but just you as a person as well, too. So I hope all the listeners enjoy this podcast just as much as I did. Jeanette, thanks for being a guest in this podcast. Ah, thanks for having me. So we had the, uh, the, the lovely opportunity to meet in Southern California at this fantastic yeah. event. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, I feel like, I feel like there's gonna be a fun conversation here. So first off, where in the world are you? Are you in New York, California? I'm, no, <laughs> no, I'm in Southern California. Yeah. Are we in, uh, are we in Newport? Came... No, we are not in Newport. I'm in the Valley. I wish I was in Newport. Yeah, same. Michigan just started getting some snow, and uh, that's kind of the part of the year that we like to travel to Southern California. We did get back yeah. to Miami, which you didn't come to, but um, that's all right. We'll, we'll forgive you. But see, I, I feel your pain with the Michigan. I was born and raised and raised my kids there. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean... The, you didn't follow- know that? <laughs> no, my follow-up question was, I need to hear your story, but that's a good start there. But yeah, so give me, give me the background. Give me, give, me, give, me, give me a little bit of uh, who, who is Jeanette, and we'll go from there. Okay. So again, born and raised in Michigan, um, raised my kids in Michigan. I did travel when I was younger. I spent some time in Italy, and I spent some time in New York and Chicago. Um, kind of grew up in the modeling and dance world. Uh, and then I had two beautiful children and decided to raise them there and then it just started getting too cold <laughs> so we got to a point to where um i had a dance studio for 14 years and my daughter ava just w- excelled so much through dance and so that ended up bringing us out to california for a reality show that you may or may not know of and um that just led everything it just started the path of her journey and my journey and um, she started we did that for about four years coming back and forth to started in Pittsburgh then we were traveling around a lot a lot on the east coast um, continuing to go back to Michigan and then when she was about 14 um, we started coming out to LA and got the LA bug and we um it just everything just started moving so quickly. Went back to Michigan, got hit with a divorce. Obviously, my ex didn't want to have anything to do with it, or I don't know. Um, went through a really, really, really um, nasty divorce uh, against Ava and myself, uh, and pretty much walked away from everything to give her a shot to do what she wanted to do out in Los Angeles, and went through that, and then moved out to Los Angeles about five years ago, four years ago. I'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll pause there for a hot second. So first off, we need to touch base in the whole little, uh, the whole little Italy journey and what that was like. <laughs> so was that like a, I want to go to Italy, I'm going, or is there something that, like brought you out there? What was, what was that? 
Yeah. So when I was, um, when I was 17, I, one of my agents, cause I was modeling, um, one of my agents put my picture in or submitted me for this modeling is kind of like a big modeling casting with agents from across all over, all over the world. And there were a couple agencies that picked me up. One was in uh, Germany, a couple were in Italy and I chose the Italy one. So when I was 17, I graduated high school. I stayed with my family a little bit longer. And then I took off and I went to Europe for um, six months modeling in uh, Italy, Milan, um, London, Paris. Yeah, I did that whole circuit. So I went from Michigan to, to Milano. So I know we're going to I know we're going to talk probably a little bit of cooking as well, too, because I do know yes. that you love for that. But where did did Italy kind of create the uh, the inspiration behind that or where, where did that uh you know, I mean, I guess number one, food scene in Italy, we can talk about that. But number two, uh, did the love for cooking begin there? Because I feel like it, I feel like it kind of has to. Yeah, I think so. And I guess I never really thought of it that way. Um, when my mom raised us, like cooking was always a part of our life. Um, I remember <laughs> of all the things I remember in my childhood, I remember sitting on the floor with my sister, like, and my mom would buy these like old spices, like you know, just she buy them from like the dollar store or whatever, just big things. And my sister and I would sit there and we would just mix spices. We wouldn't do anything with them, but we would just create. And I think that's kind of where it started with the cooking on not being afraid to try things. Like that's the one thing that I try to tell people with cooking is don't be afraid to try it. If it tastes bad, you can always start over or you can always add to it. Um, and then one thing I remember with Italy is and I remember the pizza. So growing up in a very small town in Michigan, like pizza, I thought of like Domino's was the thing. Little Caesars oh. was the thing. Oh, yeah. So, I like yeah, I like yeah. I like that you're actually somebody who can reference the Domino's roots to Michigan. Not everybody <laughs> can. That, that, that means right. you're a Michigander. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when I went over to Italy, I reordered a pizza and I was like, this is the most disgusting pizza. This is horrible. Like, what is this? And then I think my taste buds awoke. And there was a restaurant down the street from our models apartment. It was called El Vecchio del Porco, which means, I believe it means the fat pig, I think. And there Black was a play. waiter there. We like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a waiter there that really just kind of took my girlfriend and I in. And when we would come in for meals, he would make new meals and he would tell me about a lot of the process. And that's when my that's when my taste started changing. And ever since then, I've never gone back to a Domino's pizza ever. <laughs> poor, poor Sorry, Domino's. They've, been, they've been waiting. They've been waiting for Jeanette for so long and she's just not coming. <laughs> right. No Wait, sponsorship what, from them. What, uh, what, what, uh, part of Michigan? Um, I grew up in a little town called Argentine, but most people know Fenton as okay. the city, like a bigger. I, uh, yeah, I you, you know, those little, what are those, what are those little eggs that you get and it has like a bigger one and then inside is a smaller one and then inside is another small one? Yeah, like, that the, was weird like where I lived. Dut the Dutch creepy yes, things. The almost. Dutch things, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was like Fenton and inside that was Linden and then inside that was Argentine. <laughs> That's you. There, there you are. I like that. So um <laughs> You have, you obviously had your own, uh, you had your own career in the, in the modeling world. And, and obviously that's something, you know, your daughter stepped into. Do you think uh, you were an inspiration to her in that sense? Do you think it was like ever a moment of like, my mom did it. I don't want to do that at all. And then all of a sudden she came back around to it. Where do you think kind of your career impact had on, on, on your daughter's obviously, you know, career as, as clearly it's going strong and, she, and she's right. been booming in her career too. But what do you think kind of that relationship's been like? 
Um, well, I definitely think um, growing up at the dance studio, she was with me a lot. So I think with dance, yes, I definitely inspired her because of having this. The reason I opened my dance studio was because of my daughter. And even my son at the time was taking and he was a phenomenal tapper. And but when she was younger, I would take her to a lot of my fashion shows. And because I worked a lot with like Saks and Neiman's and I worked, I worked runway all through my pregnancies. Everyone was like a big family there in the modeling industry in Detroit. Believe it or not, there was a time where it was really booming. And Ava would come at the age of like eight and nine, all the way for many years. And she met Bagley Mishka. She met the reps for Fendi, like all these people. She was, she used to come and be my so-called dresser. And she would come and she would unzip everything on the rack. And so she learned a lot of responsibility and also like the industry behind the scenes. And when she was dancing and we were out here, obviously she's very tall, um, but she got to a point when she was 14, she was 5'10". And I took her into an agent um, and they signed her immediately. And she was walking the runways like right away. And her and I had many talks about, you know, the industry and what to watch out for, especially being younger and being somewhat of a, like had a social media following. And, um, you know, I think that in that respect, um, you have to be honest with your kids in a situation like that. So if they're ever in a position or they can always be, I guess, proactive instead of reactive. And um, that's kind of how her whole career started with modeling. And then, then she went into the acting side, which has obviously been another love of hers. So yeah, I think that I had, I would hope that I had a little bit of inspiration. I would say if I that. asked, I would say if I asked her, she would, she'd probably say you had a lot of inspiration on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So um, do you, do you like, is that something that you miss being a part of that world? Like deeply uh, do you aspire to get back into it? What's kind of been, that obviously now that your daughter is florist in that as well, is that something that mm -hmm. like what, walk me through kind of your, your involvement and, or, or either wanting to walk away from it or wanting to be more involved in it? Well, I think that um, I definitely, I walked away from it when she started going at it because I didn't, we walked our last fashion show together. It was in for New York fashion week and a designer put us both on the stage together on the runway, which was super, super cool. But I wanted to be, I wanted to be out in the audience and I wanted to watch her. I wanted to give her her time to, to have those moments. I wanted to take, I wanted to be that corny mom in the audience that's taking videos and taking pictures and, and picking her up, you know, from backstage and wherever. And in our you know, brief even, moments of knowing you, I feel like you'd, you'd wear that very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, and also, but I, but even though she was young, I always made my appearance backstage. I, all, every designer knew who I was every makeup artist and hair artist, people knew that the mom of this beautiful 14, 15 year old, it was just a couple steps away if anything ever happened. So I definitely did that, but I also gave her the space to grow and to do her own thing. And now, funny enough, um, I just signed up with a new agency. So I'm starting to get back into more of the commercial side of it um, for my age bracket, whatever you want to call it, classic, whatever it is. And um, so, yeah, so I just started kind of making, you know, getting back into it, which has been a lot of um, push, not push, but support from Ava. Like she's excited for me to, to do it. And it's funny because I had uh, two self tapes before we left for New York, like a week ago, and she was the one that was doing them and reading the other side. So we completely flipped roles 
So it's just cool to be able to do that with your daughter. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. And yeah. one of the things that I, I uh, obviously in our, you know, couple times of spending spending time together, I it's cool because you guys both, uh, both you and your daughter have like a really strong, what comes across as down to earth personality, which I don't feel like everybody mm -hmm. has. How have you both in your own journey and also, you know, with your daughter in this, like, how have you kind of kept grounded? Um, because obviously that superstardom is awesome and exciting at times, but it's mm -hmm. can change personalities. And it seems like you guys have pretty solid, you know, heads on your shoulder in that. How, how have you kind of balanced that both in your own, but also, you know, coaching your daughter through that too? Right. Um, well, there was something I told Ava a long time ago when we went through the divorce, because it was a divorce, we went through it together because um, we both were, it was, I, I, if I could, if I could put a title on a book or a movie, it would be um, Flint versus Hollywood. That's what it was. It was this attack of, you know, Ava wants, Ava had bigger dreams and she, you know, they weren't going to happen and how many times she was told no and whatever. But I remember there was one conversation that her and I had when we came back to California after the divorce. And I looked at her and I said, listen, I will always fight for you if you promise me something. You always love what you do. You always work hard and you promise to stay humble. As long as you give me those three things, I will do anything in my power to help you reach your dreams, reach your goals. And she has, she has. That is probably one of the things that I get most complimented on when she does interviews in magazines or or anything, they always come to me and they say, I just love how humble you are. I love how kind you are. And that's just kind of, I think we balance that with each other that, you know, we've been through a lot in our lives together and separately. And everyone has a story. Like everyone has like, you know, like when you and I talked before about, is there anything I don't want to talk about? I'm willing to talk about anything because I know someone out there might have the same thing going on and might need to hear the words that are coming out of my mouth why would I hide that? It's made me who I am today. And it's made Ava who she is today. But I think that staying humble and kind and being grateful for everything that you have, especially in this industry, because it's, I know so many kids that have worked so hard for so many years and don't get that break. And she was able to do that um, and still stay humble. And there's times like sometimes she might say something or whatever. And I just look at her and she knows immediately. Nope just pull it right back. So, but that's very, very rare. And um, yeah, so I'm very proud of, of how she's turned out and the woman that she's become. Um, some of that has obviously to do with me, but a lot of it has to do with the type of person she is. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that. So yeah. um, where are you? So obviously with the agency, um, you're mm -hmm. obviously becoming a classically world famous chef as well too. Um, <laughs> We're working on it. Where, where are you spending most of your time? What are you spending most of your energy on? What's kind of keeping you fired up and what you got going on right now? Well, um, obviously we had Tall Girl 2 coming out. So that's amazing. So we're starting to get busy with, um, she's starting to get busy. I'm, I'm making sure I keep her schedule. <laughs> Can I real, <laughs> real, everything. real quick question yeah. on that. Um, I'm still waiting for the yeah. series. This is more of a statement on a, uh, <laughs> you know, a shorter and wider uh, type guy and they haven't really called an ass. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll put, I'll put a good word in. Yeah, will you please? I've been waiting yeah. and you know, this call hasn't come yet. So it's fine. All right, keep yeah. going. Yeah. Um, no, so we're waiting for Tall Girl 2 coming out, which is amazing. I'm super excited about that. And, um, and then we are also launching a clothing line. So Ava and I are launching a clothing line together and that releases on Christmas Day. So that's been a huge passion project for her and I. And um, 
I'm doing the cooking shows whenever I can videotape me cooking. It's getting to the point to where I'm just going to set the camera up and just do my everyday thing because it's, you know, just getting in the habit, like, you know, with the podcast, getting in the habit of doing it and making the time and getting everything set up. You know, it's not like it's not like you just sit down and pour yourself a drink and have a conversation. There's a lot, you know, a lot of editing and a lot of work and all of that. And I'm thankful enough to have Ava, who is a pro at editing and helping me out. Um, So, yeah, doing the cooking thing. And hopefully the cooking will take off a little bit more uh, all on its own because it's something that I am very, very passionate about. I'd love to do it. I'd love to have Ava's friends over and teach people how to cook. And oddly enough, the funny thing is, is that I'm obviously single. Well, I don't know if that's obvious, but you know, I'm single um, <laughs> and I've had dating apps and these, sometimes these guys that I go out with, we get on topics of cooking. And by the end of it, I, I feel like I've sold them an air fryer. I've told them how to, told them how to cook. Like they're asked, they're messaging me for recipes and I haven't even gone on a date with them. Yeah, exactly. Like, at this point, at this point, you might as well just be a commission air fry sailor. Cause I mean, right, you right. got the... Okay. I'll be honest. I did. I did just bite the bullet. And, uh, I think two weeks ago I bought an air fryer and it's life changing. It's life changing. It's life changing. Yeah. I remember when my son lived with us and he was eating all the time and I'm like, I can't cook for you. I'm I'm not going to cook five times a day. You'll have dinner when it's on whatever. So I taught him how to cook in the air fryer and he made, he was a pro. I ended up getting two air fryers because he was making so much food and he like salmon and mahi mahi and vegetables and all of that. So like an air fryer, especially for a single person, guy or girl is just, it's so easy. And um, see, I'm selling one right now. Well, I was about to say, you've already, you've already sold me (laughs) on it because like my whole, my whole bit is like, I travel so much. So like grocery shopping is not always easy just because I'm Mm -hmm. gone probably four days a week. And like, I eat a lot of meals out just because of work stuff. And so to me, right. like when I actually want to cook a meal, it's like the perfect, like single person thing. You, you know, oh, it's so I've, I've become a full fan girl when it comes to air fryers. So I'm with you. See, I'm, you. I'm telling you. So, yeah. So the cooking thing, and then um, we're just incredibly excited about the launch of the clothing line. And those are, you know, things that Ava and I are working on together that, you know, I'm hoping will, create um a legacy or something you know that will i don't want to say an empire like not gucci empire but something something for her and i to do together that um that makes a change you know and the clothing line we're really trying to focus on uh, mental health uh and giving back and helping people with anxiety and and all of that so um yeah I meant I, I, you mentioned the clothing line obviously had was kind of a, per, uh, a passion project uh, mm-hmm. beyond just the business itself. And so kind of the passion behind it, not just launching an amazing clothing line with, with your daughter, which is passionate enough, but also on top of that, it's, it's, it has to do with mental health. Is that, is that what it is? Yeah. So, um, so it, it all started about, I would say about a year ago, my son, Devin and Ava and I all decided we wanted to do something together. Like we're all here in the house. We have an amazing relationship, super close, wanted to figure out a way that we could do something together. So we come up with the clothing line. And at the time it was um, more about self-love and that. And February 6th this year, I came home from, (laughs) from a date. I just, I don't know. I ended the date early. I just wanted to come home and be home with my kids. 
I came home and Ava and Devin were in the kitchen and Devin was pacing and talking. And I was like, what are you guys working on? He's like, well, we're going to change the vision of the clothing line. And I was like, okay. So I sat down and I grabbed a brown paper bag that was sitting there. And he's like, we're trying to come up with another name. And he was just so passionate about it. And he stopped and he said, identified. And I said, why identified? He goes, because we're all identified by all the mistakes we make in our life, our, our mental illness or our panic attacks or all this stuff that's so by our gender, who we love, like everyone just judges everyone on little things like that. He goes, when at the end of the day, we're just, we should be identified as humans. We're all just human. We're all on this earth trying to do the best thing that we can do. And it really moved me. And unfortunately, um, that was the last conversation I had with him. And he passed away the next day from um, fentanyl poisoning. Mm-hmm. And um, so knowing that and just like he had trouble sleeping and he didn't, he had trouble more like social anxiety, which you would never know if you would have met him. He was like this just huge ray of light that just a gorgeous human. And um, he just, you know, his mind always went like he was always thinking of something, always wanted more, always wanted that. And I think, you know, the pandemic and all of that kind of really took a toll on a lot of our children. And he, you know, called his doctor and tried to get, you know, some medicine to help him with sleeping and ended up getting something up the street. And it was laced with fentanyl, which is a huge issue. So yeah, we're going to take the identified, obviously the passion behind it is because of his vision and what he taught us and um, taking that and, and, and helping either people with anxiety or mental health, or um, it could be from anything from like drug addiction, like any of that, we're trying to find the right organization to really pull it in. But it is, it's about um, being who you are and, and being confident. In it. And I know there's been a lot of talk about mental health on how it's so shamed upon and it shouldn't be like the reason we're having the issues that we're having with these children is because they feel like they can't talk about it. And yeah. we need to open those doors to our children and um, our loved ones and let them know that, Hey, it's okay. Mental illness is no difference than any other illness and, you know, just really bringing awareness to it. So. Well, Jeanette, I don't know if I've ever said this to you, but I'm, so incredibly sorry about all that with your son. Um, but what a pretty powerful and amazing way to kind of carry on the, the love that you guys obviously continuously have for him and launch an amazing brand that was not only what you were doing before that happened, but also mm-hmm. kind of on his behalf too. What a, what a powerful thing. Yeah. Yeah. I really feel that it's something that we can continue his legacy on. And, um, you know, and he did. And it, it's funny because when you lose someone, obviously that is so close to you and that you love so much. I think that you've sometimes people forget what they've done for them. And it's sometimes until they're gone, you don't realize how much they've changed your life and the lessons that they've taught you. And so I'm trying to pass on what he taught me because he was very much about, he didn't care if black, white, Hispanic, whatever, he didn't care. You were just another person to him and it didn't matter who you loved or anything. And you know, unfortunately, in this day and age, it's not all the beautiful things that we do. It's that one bad thing that everyone focuses on. And that's kind of the whole thing behind Identified. Stop focusing on that one thing that you're sitting there looking at. It. And we're just all human. We're all in the same boat. We're all in the same fishbowl. And we're all trying to do the best we can. So um, if I can carry that on for him, then I feel good about that. Well, for my interactions, uh, uh, I think you're doing a pretty darn good job at that. So thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so 
I guess both with the clothing line, the cooking, the uh, the agency, kind of everything that you're doing. What what if you could kind of if you could kind of choose or pick the impact that you wanted to have on people? What would that be? Mm, that's a great question. Um, let's, say, let's say I met you at you know I don't know this random event in Southern California where there's art and music, and we have one conversation uh, over a couple of drinks, and and that's the last time we ever spoke. And you. And, and I was like, man, Jeanette did blank for me or she she left blank mark on my life. What, what do you think that would be? I would. And this is so funny you asked this question because this just happened to me. Like probably 30 minutes before we, we, we talked, I went to go pick up a sandwich for lunch. And I came in and I was, it was like an outside window and the owner of the company or the sandwich shop was sitting there and I took my mask off because I was outside and he looked at me and I smiled at him and he looked and he said, you look so happy. And I said, I think maybe it's just because I smiled and we don't get to see people smile anymore. And he goes, you made my day. And I said, you know what? You just made my day by telling me you made, by telling me that. And I think that's kind of what I would like. Like I want, I want to leave this world knowing that I made an impact on something. So and I think it's just about being kind and listening and having a conversation and being open and honest. Like, um, so I think that if there's anything, I want to make an impact on someone's life and I want to uh, make a difference somehow, like just be a positive inspiration to someone to tell them, Hey, you know what? You want to start a podcast? You don't think you can do it? Hell yeah. 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 You can go on. You can do it. Well, look at me. If, if, I mean, can, shit, if they can do it, if I can do it, they can. I'll tell you that. So <laughs> right. Right. So just being encouraging, I guess, encouraging and supportive. And, and um, I believe that there's no dream out there that's too far-fetched for anyone. I like that. Um, yeah. my, uh, my, my favorite question on the planet is, uh, and it's kind of along the same lines, but basically for you, what is it that gets you out of bed in the morning? I mean, obviously. Um, my dogs. Yeah. <laughs> literally saying, hey. My I dogs like literally wake me up, feed me. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so I, I think I've told you, but I've got a golden retriever and she sleeps in my bed and she's a total bed hog. And uh, if, uh, if it's early enough in the morning, like when I wake, I usually, you know, wake up early and she kind of lays in bed, but it's also, there's like a couple days if I sleep in all of a sudden I'll just like look up and there's just like a paw sitting right in my chest. Like, all right, dude, let's yeah. go. It's time to get up. Let's get up. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. They actually get me out of bed. But, um, I think that if there's anything that gets me up, and, you know, if you would have asked me a year ago, this probably would have been different. But I think now um, it's definitely my children and a love for life. Like, I want to create memories. I want to create traditions that are going to be passed down. I want to uh, take every footstep and every breath on this earth for my son that's not able to. And I want to give Ava the best life and the best support system that she has. And that's honestly what gets me out of bed, but also kind of like this new turn on my life. You know, Ava's 19 now, I'm starting to do some different things that aren't, you know, so much about just her because she's growing into this beautiful adult. And so now it's giving me time to kind of figure out like, what do I want? So it's, you know, like the start of the cooking show and the start of that. So always having that drive for life and um, just living it to the fullest. I love it. Jeanette, this podcast mm -hmm. has been amazing. Is there anything uh, else you want to leave the audience with? I'm um, just check out identified coming December 25th. <laughs> uh, we'll make sure to include that in show notes. We'll make sure to yeah. uh, make sure to include that on everything and uh, get the brand out there. It's good. Stuff. You don't amazing. need me. We'll, we'll help a little bit for sure. 
<laughs> That's amazing. You have quite a few followers on this, don't you? Oh, I don't know. Something like that. So they, uh, it's, it's all because of amazing guests. <laughs> is, like that, you. is that you being humble? Brad yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I, you know, I just get nervous talking to new people. You know that about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I had no idea what I was doing here. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't even know what you know about me. I didn't know if you knew about Devin. I didn't know anything. So I was like, didn't know. It's perfect. So, um, well, seriously, yeah. thank you so much for being a guest. This has been awesome. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You just listened to an amazing episode on the Matt Baxter show. It had nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with the guests that I have and the stories that we get to tell and the smack talking we get to have. So if you enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes that you've listened to, feel free to su- subscribe on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcast. Check us out at themattbaxtershow.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Matt C. Baxter, Twitter, or Facebook as well, too. Uh, I'd love to hear from you, whether it's through an email on the website or whether it's through any of the social platforms. I do my best to get back to people as soon as I can. But thank you again for listening. I hope you enjoy. Feel free to send feedback in any way. And don't be afraid to share the Matt Baxter Show. We're very excited to have you as a listener and hope you continue to listen as well. Thanks a ton. Bye-bye.